0: Mornings with Rena, TJ, and Turnbull—the podcast. So did you venture out on the weekend, you go to Valentine's Day reservation. In, I know there are a lot of people posting uh, being out in obviously smaller groups. Um, I ended up going out on Friday uh, mid-afternoon. Went for a couple pops at the old King's Head. So what was it like there? What they had, what they had all set up. Uh, so you walk in, you gotta fill out uh, paperwork for contact tracing. Okay. You gotta spritz your hands with a little uh, hand sanie, and then uh, you gotta sit, you know, at a great distance from people, more right. than six feet even. So like they have places set up at the bar top though.
1: Like yeah, well there are only
0: two or maybe three. Oh,
2: okay. Yeah. So like,
1: you met like a group of other people not from your household. No. Nope. Right? Well I, yeah, they,
0: but I, I mean I'm I they were at the establishment and I went to the establishment, meaning we weren't sitting anywhere within a 12-feet radius of each other. Like, it wasn't even close, and you couldn't if you wanted to. Like, they're pretty on the rules, and they have to be. I I totally get it. How did you have a conversation? Yeah, is it
1: weird like you're just yelling the whole time?
0: (laughs) Well, yeah. I mean, it's also there's nobody in there because, like, you know what I mean? And that place, Kingshead, in particular, is big enough that, you know, they can have a few more than some other restaurants yeah, I, that are going to be opening up. 25% for the King's Head is probably still a pretty good number, right? Mm, yeah, I guess it would be. But I, again, it's one in the afternoon on day one of things being open. So I didn't really anticipate that it was going to be like, you know, hitting the club, you know, hitting the King's Head on a regular Friday night in non-COVID times. But, yeah. you know, there's still people that were, you know, you're able to... It's just nice to be out. Like, you're able to be there, you know, in in proximity of people. Like, even if I'm sitting 12 feet away from somebody across the bar, Mm -hmm. it's not loud enough in there. They can't have the music up. So you're able to, like, have a, a conversation and, you know hear stories and whatever at least mm-hmm.
1: something right it's, yeah <laughs> Man, I mean, it sucks but it just sounds kind of exciting to go out i'm jealous i didn't go anywhere <laughs> and then you ventured out
0: to a restaurant too at night yeah we did yeah i just i just kept it going just, I, Yeah, i'm like <laughs> wow. well i had a couple beers in the afternoon <laughs> i was like ah covid ain't gonna get me so i went home and had a couple more had a shower and then uh, my cousin and i i told you guys on friday uh, my cousin had a little uh little um open table.com surprise for us to go to uh earl's polo and and that was sweet. Um, you know, my wife and I decided to, uh, to go enjoy ourselves. You can only stay for, I think, a maximum of like an hour and a half, which okay. was fine. My mm. wife drove. I only had a couple beers there, too, and um, it wrapped up the night on, on Friday a little earlier than I anticipated. It was, it was a big day. It was just like a, a <laughs> big afternoon outing so with all the excitement.
1: Get, you didn't get any... So no. from the wire <laughs> wrapped up too early. Damn. Yeah.
0: Yeah. There was none of that. I wasn't even thinking about that. I was oh. ready to, I was ready to hit the hay. No, no afternoon <laughs> nap on a Friday. Yeah, no <laughs> kidding. <laughs> oh, man.
2: Um I did hear, like, obviously there was, like you said, there's a lot of people that were venturing out to just, uh, they had to book their reservations pretty early. Uh Jay Kilgore owns. Um, Finn McCool. Finn McCool. Thank you. Yeah. And uh, he put out a tweet and I'm sure there was lots of this going around on the weekend says uh, guest left a 100% tip. He went over just to confirm a mistake wasn't made, and the guy's response was, "I've sacrificed nothing during this pandemic other than not seeing friends and family. I work from home with a full paycheck. It's
0: your staff that have sacrificed the most."
2: No, absolutely. Aww, cool.
1: That's
0: nice. Yeah, going out, I mean, just to know that you're you're going out on a on on day 1 of, you know, loosened restrictions. It's it's like to me, it was like the expectation that you go out and tip way larger than you normally would. Like, right. this isn't like just you going to your regular bar and going... Or if it is your regular bar, I think you would be more inclined sure. to, to tip more anyway. Because, um, yeah, I mean, you got to loosen up the purse strings. Right. If you're going out on on the first night and these people are risking uh, being out on, you know, uh, you know tighter restrictions or loosened restrictions, right. however you want to look at it. Like, we're still not back to normal. So to go out and put yourself out there to work front line at this particular point i mean it's like well, yeah exactly i don't know if that. i'd want to be doing it so it's definitely worth an extra tip uh it's billy talent if you went out on the weekend text us seven six two triple five. kind of weird kind of not what was your vibe I know they might as well have, uh, at Earl's on Friday night, might as well have just left some of the chairs on the tables. It feels so cavernous in a big building like that. Yeah, with yeah. 25%, every third booth kind of seating. Like you're, it just You're kind of used to shutting down places. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that fine for you. Or opening them up, apparently. Whichever. So the
2: Dallas Mavericks NBA team. Now, them along with uh, most of the NBA teams, they weren't allowing fans in uh, their arenas at the start of the season uh, due to COVID. Um, and so for the first 11 games of the year this year, Uh, they were not playing the Star-Spangled Banner. They were not playing the National Anthem. They figured uh, there was a couple of reasons for this. Now, Mark Cuban's the owner of the Mavericks, probably one of the most vocal owners in all of sports. And uh, he said it stemmed from back when, uh, if you remember back to the the playoff bubble last year, um, there was the civil unrest going on in the United States. There was one point the players all boycotted playing games that day. Uh, The whole Black Lives Matter movement. So it kind of started to stem from that. And he said, uh, you know, obviously this national anthem doesn't represent all of our players and stuff like that. And plus, with no fans in the stands anyways, uh, they just
0: decided not to play the national anthem. Yeah, and I, mm-hmm. I have often wondered why, you know, even with no fans there, even with fans there, I understand it's to, you know, to respect uh, the sacrifice that people made so that we can play games and stuff. But, I mean, if they if they took the national anthem away from sporting events, I don't think there'd be a ton of people that would even, like, I'm never, A, in the arena for the national anthem. <laughs> yeah, I'm mean, always, yeah, like, yeah, in yeah. the beer line or something like that um like you've always got people that are like yelling at other people that take their hats off and stuff like it's like bro like i i don't know like what if, if they took it away because in the nfl they don't even have to go out onto the field for the national anthem they did during the the super bowl but there are some teams that don't even go out for the national anthem and i just like i, I just don't get it i don't i don't understand it either and i've never really i mean it's just
2: always something you did Right. Yeah. It was just always something that you went to a sporting event and you had the national anthem that played. And if there was teams from Canada and the States, you hear both of them. Yeah. I feel right? like
1: if they stopped playing them completely at games, like American kids would just learn up not knowing the their own anthem. Like when when else do you have a chance to really like hear the anthem and learn it as kids? It was always sporting things or school. Well, or, school. Yeah. Oh, you always heard yeah. it in school. I imagine But were, I don't know if they played it at schools in the States, do you? Like in the morning how they do here?
2: I, I have no idea. Yeah, like we know. did every year, right? Every every day you would hear the national anthem in, in school, right up until high school. Like we did it in middle mm-hmm. school too. And
0: You just wonder, like, you go to any other event, you go to a concert, they don't play the national anthem. Mm -hmm. Exactly. No, and and that's how I always equate it, where it's like, look, I understand they made a sacrifice so that bands could play. Right. You know, there, I, I just, know there are people that, that, that risk their lives and still continue to do so so that we can enjoy freedom. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Do we use the, the national anthem enough? I mean, we played at 6 a.m. every day. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so, a little ironic us talking so about it, but exactly.
2: It's, yeah. So it, the NBA stepped in and they said, especially now that Dallas is one of the teams that is starting to allow fans back in, they had like 1,500 uh, essential workers that were all vaccinated, mm-hmm. came to a game last week. Um, so the NBA stepped in and now said, no, it's mandated. You have to play the national anthem before every game. It's just, to me, it's it's like, you're going to get the, if you ever decided, okay, we're going to take it away, you're going to get both, like, a lot of people on the one side that are going to say, oh, this is disrespectful and whatever. But when you think about it, like, what's so disrespectful about taking away a national anthem? I'm still patriotic. I'm still proud to be Canadian. Do I have to sing the national anthem before watching the Jets play?
0: Yeah. I mean, honestly, and Stacey Nadris, you know. What about her? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She, I'm assuming she needs the gig. No?
2: I don't think that's her
0: full-time There's gig. not exactly a lot of singing lessons being doled out right now with uh, yeah. the pandemic. So, I mean, she, yeah, I don't even know what an anthem singer would get paid. Because you got that girl that does the Toronto Maple Leafs games, that young girl. Uh, she's doing it on Zoom right now. Anyway, she's not yeah. even in the arena. I wonder if she's getting paid. Like, yeah, they definitely would be. They're, they're gonna uh, something per game. Mm-hmm.
2: Got to be. Yeah, it wouldn't be any different than, like, I get paid per game when I do the Moose games. Whoa.
1: Yeah, money. <laughs> I made Go the mistake back. once of saying, maybe let somebody else try singing the anthem at the Jets games. We can have, you know, like a oh, variety. Right. And oh. If
0: it's not the Hoosleys. I don't want More any part. Of <laughs> That's right.
3: It's
0: the Hoosley choir bust for me.
1: I Wanna play you guys a clip? I'll just start by saying that this is Janet Jackson. She's very thankful for something.
2: I was at home just the other day by myself and I began to cry. I was crying because I was so thankful for all that God has bless me with all that he has given me and I'm so thankful for him being in my life and I'm so thankful for all of you being in my life you're so special to me and I want to thank all of you for making control
1: number one once again so she is actually thanking God for giving her that left boobie that jumped out during the Super Bowl because her album from 1986, Control, skyrocketed to number one this weekend um, after Justin Timberlake issued a big apology. Did you guys see what happened on Friday when he uh, no. issued the? Uh, he finally apologized publicly for the first time about exposing Janet Jackson's boob at the Super Bowl.
2: The whole thing was planned. That's my. The way that the whole thing went down.
1: I always thought it might have been, but now seeing the stuff coming out now a little bit more about it, I don't really think so. The
2: way that you watch the clip and you see his hand go over and like grab the, the, the piece of clothing and pull, like it just, to me it was planned. They both planned this and then they were told, you know, like never admit to this. This is something that we'll say was an accident the whole time. I don't know. That's my thoughts on the whole thing.
0: It's so long ago. Like, I mean, why doesn't he apologize sooner?
1: Well, he didn't... Well, the, the issue is because Britney Spears, you know, the Free, Free Britney documentary we talked about a little bit last week going on, and he issued apology to both of the women at the same time. Uh, Jenna Jackson had argued as a black woman, she fell victim to a double standard. It was sexist and racist because Justin Timberlake got him back, invited back to the Super Bowl well, not his career long ago. Exploded.
0: That's what made his career.
1: Yeah, and he never like jumped in and like really apologized for it or helped her out. Like his people loved the fact that they got all the attention for it, negative or positive. Cause like he got him super famous and it, for her, it knocked her down a little bit is what she was saying. Did what it, happened for but years. She was also
0: old at that time. Yeah, like if she I was, was at the too. end of her career anyway. Mm-hmm. She was cool in like the late eighties, you know, yeah. mid eighties, early nineties, even yeah. mid nineties. And then like she had that album with, and and she was featured on a Busta Rhymes song that came out in about 98. Um, and, uh, man, after, like, what, what, what year was that? 2004? 2004, that Super Bowl, so, I mean, yeah. So, that's, she like, seven she's... years after, seven to eight years after she had done anything.
2: Yeah, like, you can't expect her career to, uh, like, skyrocket from that. Especially Plus, it, as a
0: female. I know that's that's tough to say, but it's, like, as a female, as you're approaching 40... Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're creating new pop stars like the Britneys of the world, and like you know, Christina Aguilera. They were already getting washed up at that time. Yeah, well, she was just kind
1: of claiming she wasn't getting like she had to apologize, and um, you know, she claimed that she wasn't getting gigs, and it didn't hurt his career. And then with the with the Britney apology, he said because he admitted on a radio show that he took her virginity and he was bragging about it. And that's what started her when she kind of like, you know, flipped a little bit and like things went downhill for her. He was mocking her in music videos, putting Britney lookalikes and stuff. So anyway, he issued this big apology. But in the end, it worked out pretty good for Janet Jackson because her album just out of the blue skyrocketed this weekend. And this is obviously why.
0: Yeah. You always see that, though. You know, whether it's somebody dies or whatever. It's weird, yeah, right? Yeah. The death, maybe I can no, understand. No, what about that other the clown, the racist guy, Morgan Wallen? His music skyrocketed well, after yeah, that? Skyrocketed. Right. Right. He had the number one album in the, in the States on Billboard charts for three weeks in a row. And then the racist thing comes out, and he skyrocketed <laughs> so like what? 115% after yeah. that.
2: What is it? like? I understand if someone dies and you're like, oh man, yeah, I got to listen to their music again. But, like, when somebody does something stupid, why are you like, oh, yeah, let's listen uh, to all their stuff? It's
1: got to be because people who weren't fans were, like, Googling, oh, who is this guy? What did he do? And they hear this, they get just almost introduce yeah, it for maybe. the first time to new fans, maybe. But, but the
0: Janet Jackson one doesn't make sense to me in that sense, then. where, no, where it's are like, knows her. Yeah, it's like, who cared? Like, it was garbage then. Like, it was bad <laughs> yeah. music then. I'm not going to go seek <laughs> no, it out. for sure. Feels like brand loyalty's kind of gone the wayside. There was a time, and I can think of my dad as, a, as an example of, um, a guy who always drank the same brand beer, always ripped the same kind of darts. It was like it was mostly Canadian and Demorier, and that was it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and I feel like like beer drinking over the years, and maybe it's because we have more selection now, mm-hmm. um Maybe that's why, but very seldom do I see somebody that is very, very dedicated to their brand. Other than maybe, um, you know, you're trying to trying to lose some weight or or whatever, yeah. you're, you're trying to keep the cows down. So you'd be like, well, I'm going to drink Michelob Ultra this week or whatever your brand is, right? right? Yeah. Um, I'm more like following the sales. Like if I see. <laughs> If I see a 15 pack of something that's on for 21 bucks at yeah. the Big A, yeah. I'm gonna buy it because it's like, well, I'm, you know, I'm gonna be drinking it anyway. Like I might as well uh, save a couple bucks here and there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, I
1: always base my my beer sales are based on the sales what I buy.
0: Don't get me wrong,
2: there are some beers that I do
0: not like.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm not gonna
2: buy them. Yeah, but I'm not like, yeah, I'm not stuck on one brand and that's the only brand that I'll drink. Yeah.
0: Um, if you're one of those people that just cannot drink anything except. Brand X. Would love to hear from you at 762-555. And what is it for you? I bring this up uh, because Molson Canadian is not a brand that I I drink. No. But when I started drinking, you know, uh, almost like 20 years ago, I guess, it was when Molson Canadian was a big brand. The I Am Canadian branding uh, the, it was around the time there were like the Olympics, I think, in 2000 that, that were in uh, Australia, mm-hmm. and they had the uh, beer, li- like the Olympic t-shirts that yeah,
1: were in there. Yeah, I was just going to say that. I had a bunch of those shirts, they had other gear, and it was like the Molson Canadian with the Olympic, yeah, it was like a special thing with the box, you got to get stuff. I remember what? always getting it from my dad.
2: Was that when the cold <laughs> shots came out, or was that a little bit later? Uh, that was a little bit later, little bit but, later? but still,
0: like, again, they uh, had like the, yeah. the keg, the Bubbas. Remember right? the Bubbas, yeah. when yeah. those came out with the 2002 Olympics? Like, that was <laughs> around the time when I was, I was influenced by stuff like that, and Free stuff, mostly. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. beer merch to me was the bomb daggity. Like, if I had some kind of Molson Canadian... That way, when I would go to places underage, they would think that I was legal age, because who else wears a beer t-shirt in <laughs> public? <laughs>
1: right?
0: That's <laughs> a smart thinking. Just
1: carrying your Don, Car- your Don Cherry Bubba. That's yeah. These they used to have. The Don Cherry on the Bubbas. It's so funny.
0: Um, so, I brought this up because uh, Molson Canadian, a-, a brand that I don't think uh to go for when i'm at the store in fact i i i don't necessarily care for it that much anymore no me neither i don't remember last time i had a just like a straight up molson canadian beer um i i, I bought coors light like i would prefer to drink Even a coors that. light a coors latte over uh a full heavy um molson canadian but that's mm-hmm. just you know as as you get older you, you know the the, st- the styles the change, you know, <laughs> when you swish the old uh, Molson Canadian around your mouth, it just doesn't have that. Like, maybe it's because I drank too much of it as a, as a young guy. Yeah, it could be. Right? Um, I was reading that uh, Molson has lost, in the fourth quarter alone, $1.3 billion. Oh. And they're blaming this on uh, arenas and entertainment venues closed. Because when you think about it, oh. when is the only oh, yeah. time that you will... And, and, and I'm not saying this for everybody, but for people who don't buy Molson Canadian on the reg... When you're trapped in an arena and it's the only brand you can get, it's yep. Molson Canadian or it's Coors. And that's 100% why their numbers are down so Absolutely. much because nobody's yeah. been, um, you look at when it was the Molson Canadian Amphitheater in Toronto. So they're doing 150 concerts a year, mm-hmm. every year. Now it's Budweiser Stage, which is owned by Labatt, but it's that same sort of thing. I don't know a lot of people that go just by Budweiser right. every day, but if you're at a show, at a, at a venue, and that's the only thing they you're have. You're being forced yeah. to yeah. drink their crappy beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even if you don't like it, you're exactly. still going to drink I, it. Absolutely you are. Um, so that's kind of why uh, there are a lot of people online that are like, well, maybe if your product was better, maybe you didn't, you know, doesn't just matter. smother the market. Uh, right. Because if I'm at a game, I, just because it says malls in Canadian, I'm not saying no.
2: If you're going to mm. an arena to watch a concert or watch a sports game and you're going to drink beer that night, it doesn't matter what beer is on tap. No. You're drinking that as beer. As long as
1: there's beer. Yeah, yeah.
2: So that, that makes total sense why they lost so much.
0: Oh, my spirit animal just texted in. Big lucky guy right here. Texter seven zero two. I see you. Ah, big lucky guy. When I was on Vancouver Island, that's all they drank out there. Vancouver Island's finest. And Out there, it's actually a premium beer. Really? And, yeah. So when mm. I, when I moved out there, when I was uh, I was eighteen because I wasn't even legal in BC yet. Um, my mom bought me uh, a dozen Labatt Blues for my birthday, for my eighteenth birthday. Now, keeping in mind. I wasn't able to go to the beer store on my own. I was like, oh, Labatt Blue, I okay, whatever. And I took it to a house party. <laughs> Everybody at the table, it was all Lucky Cans. Mm-hmm. And I was setting down my Labatt Blue, and there somebody called me out. <laughs> They're like, who brought Blue? I'm like, uh. I don't know. I'm was, the- my
2: mom brought it for me. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just
0: such a nerd, eh? Uh, somebody said, you know, as far as brand loyalty, doesn't necessarily have to be beer, obviously. Uh, no. 762-555, this guy said uh, Dr. Pepper. Always drinking Dr. <laughs> Pep, which is, again, huh. I think that's a that's an odd one to choose. So my my brother-in-law, Scott, he
2: doesn't drink alcohol, yeah. but he drinks a ton of Dr. Pepper. Really? And Weird. only Dr. Pepper. Like, we'll not touch the rest of the pop, really? but he drinks nothing
0: but Dr. Huh. Pepper. Dude, yeah. It's those, how many flavors are in there? Is it <laughs> 7, 13, I 21? <laughs> I don't know. I'll tell you. You blend those 7, 13, or 21 flavors <laughs> together, and it's, uh, it's magic. <laughs>
1: Valentine's Day on the weekend. Do You guys like all the lovey dovey social media posts.
2: Lots of couple posts. Yeah, you're my Valentine posts.
1: Do you guys do that? No, you're know my Valentine posts oh, online.
0: No, I don't do. We don't do anything for Valentine's Day. No, like I, I, I saw, I see all these people that I know posting like, oh, how did you meet? How do you meet? I'm like, I yeah, really don't yeah. care. <laughs> who's taller? I don't know the guy who's six foot five. Yeah. Like uh, he's taller. Like who cares? Yeah. I don't know who does this stuff. I'm,
1: I'm surprised how many people actually really care about it. I found some some stats that have come out and 24, only 24% of people who have social media say that they dislike the pda posts on like uh, anniversaries, birthdays, valentine's day, only 24%. So I just found that really shocking. I thought more people would care less and then it also talks about people when they their significant other doesn't post and 51% of people are mad if they don't get a post from oh. their significant other online. Oh, wow. Which is which <laughs> I just I'm surprised because that's much higher than I thought. I'm surprised people care that much. But well, your that your boyfriend didn't post a photo of you saying how much how, how much he loves you on your birthday.
2: I don't know. Let's let's look at it like okay. So social media, um, the the generations that are using it more, mm-hmm. younger, right? Yeah. Um, Depending on the the social media platform, sure. I suppose. I mean, yeah. it's Instagram, right? Where you're posting all these pictures, you're generally getting a lot of. So yeah. you've got this. I mean, that whole dopamine effect when it comes to social media, it comes to the likes, it comes to all that stuff. Mm-hmm. It affects younger people a lot more because they've been dealing with this since they were what. Eight when yeah. they get their first social media stuff, so it doesn't make it doesn't surprise me at all. That, that was the
0: only way, uh, you know, kids ten years ago knew if their parents cared about them was because they posted. Right. Yeah, congrats <laughs> to my kid on Facebook. <laughs> Honestly, yeah.
3: but
1: it's so weird. Like I do have girlfriends where they're like he's never posted a photo of me, and like they, it's like people just wait like they don't feel as loved if they're not getting mm-hmm. a picture of them by somebody else on the internet. Just surprised by how many people don't care. I thought more didn't care.
0: So <laughs> it's seventy five percent of people.
1: It was tw- twenty, f- yeah, yeah. So
0: basically, seventy-five percent of people care. They, like,
1: it's very important. To, it's very I'd important see. to them to see the picture yeah. online posted by someone that they love. That right. That's proof yeah. of love in a weird way. <laughs> proof of
0: love. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. Oh, well, yeah. Because because if you don't keep receipts on Instagram,
1: <laughs> yeah. do you exactly. actually love somebody? Yeah, exactly. You don't even love me. You don't post any pictures of me on my birthday.
0: Yeah, or you post a picture and it's like one of her like just eating chicken wings. Ah, <laughs> she's like, why did you post that picture? I yeah. mean, that she's mad at you anyway. Guess what? She's going to be mad at you regardless. <laughs> I have uh, never been so excited to see minus 18 before.
1: I know. <laughs> it's probably going to feel so warm out.
0: <laughs> um, Environment Canada, Climate Change Canada coming out, talking about this uh, Arctic Ridge of high pressure. And if, that, if that's like if you needed to know that there was an Arctic Ridge of high <laughs> pressure, who cares? It was just bloody cold. I mean, I don't, I don't need all the great details on it. But uh, it was a record-setting cold uh, weekend. Winnipeg setting a new record uh, for February the 13th with a temp of minus 38.8 degrees, smashing a record that was set all the way back in 1879. Oh. Mm. Yeah, when they just used a guy named Steve standing yeah. outside. Like, oh, yep. yeah, bud, it's cold. Yeah, <laughs> <There> she's <laughs> about to, uh, <laughs> minus 37.8, but um, Altona record cold. Carberry record cold. Fisher branch, Flynn Flon, Grand Rapids, down in Gretna, McCreary, Meletta, Norway House, uh, Pilot Mound, Portage La Prairie, Steinbach, Swan, uh, Thompson. Man, Thompson hit minus forty three point four on Valentine's Day. Previous record was uh minus forty two point nine. There was a stat last week during this Arctic frozenness
2: uh that said that it was it was Churchill or Thompson I can't remember which one was the warmest place in Manitoba yeah
1: <laughs> wow like that. what
0: yeah there's something wrong with
2: this
1: yeah oh, I
0: know I got a buddy that's uh Joe Stover okay I follow him on uh on Twitter and on Instagram whatever Um and he lives in Churchill and every day it's just like this last week <laughs> yeah, it just it how just how feels it. like winter's got to be so long oh, I mean no the northern kidding. lights are beautiful and stuff <laughs> <laughs> but, jeez, yeah. I don't know. But then again, I mean, the way we look at it, like, we're prepped for it. Like, we, I know it's going to be cold. I know it's going to be garbage. I know I got to plug in my vehicle and crank up the heat and whatever else. Whereas you look at some of the videos of what's happening in the States and beyond. Um, yesterday, I was watching a soccer game. Just happened to be flipping by the Bundesliga. And I saw that kid was playing for uh, Bayern Munich, that Canadian kid. So I watched it for about five minutes. and got extremely bored. But it was cool <laughs> watching people play soccer in the snow. Mm-hmm. That was neat. Um, I saw the Acropolis in Greece is just dusted right up. And then you go through the States and vehicles just spinning out of control. There was one in particular (laughs) that I posted. And I was like, how does this happen? A vehicle, a truck, like an F-350 truck is just sliding sideways down this slow gradient like a one (laughs) percent decline and it doesn't even
2: look like there's like it doesn't look like it should be happening because it looks like a beautiful summer day and Uh. all of a sudden this truck goes sliding across the uh street. it's like what's going on here
0: um yeah just ice (laughs) everywhere and and talking to a few people uh and you know again a lot of the people that i know in the south uh have been through winnipeg playing football Mm. uh brian turner uh, he's on there. He's living in Birmingham, Alabama. They've had inclement weather there. Um, another guy, uh, Aaron Williams, who used to play defensive back for the Buffalo Bills. I talk to him every once in a while. And he uh, he's in uh, Texas. And he was having a bad time. They canceled uh, or postponed anyway the game in Dallas, the NHL game, because the weather. And then our so, very own what sorry it was only like what minus eight i think or something like in houston yeah yesterday. yeah it wasn't
2: super cold i but. have a friend uh natalie who's teaching down there they canceled school yesterday yeah like schools were shut down she posted a video of like the it looked like a ghost town in houston mm-hmm. minus eight yeah
0: i know early in east okay so here's willie <laughs> jefferson now this is this is his wife uh commenting on willie jefferson you know him from the bombers i mean he's just a beauty of a guy and um, you know, I, I love it. I love that there are people in Austin, Texas that are embracing it. Whereas there are some people that are just losing their minds.
1: Crikey. Here we have a Willie Jefferson in his natural hopper <laughs> this... Hey, babe, it's a curb right there. Oh my Whoa. God. Oh my God.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so he's walking around out there in the snow and then he gets his ruler So he's out there and he just puts the ruler in Uh, eight inches of snow. Yeah. That's what they had Yeah, in Austin, Texas, (laughs) which is like, it really is unheard of. So somebody brought it up to me online yesterday because I was kind of making fun. I was like, oh, no, not minus eight. Oh, no. Like, welcome to getting winter once in your lifetime. But I guess the parallel to draw would be like, you know how it gets like hot here in the summer, Mm -hmm. but not like hot, hot. Right. So like there where it's 125 degrees. Fahrenheit for a week straight. That's basically like, you know, a low and slow uh, set of ribs that's on your smoker.
3: <laughs> you know what
0: I mean? For like ten days straight or yeah. two weeks straight. So, You're right. You're right. So yeah. if it was 120 degrees Fahrenheit, I wouldn't know what to do either. So I would probably be out there being like, ah, crikey, look at me, I'm melting. <laughs> you know, as the yeah. soles of my <laughs> shoes are stuck to the pavement. I guess. Yeah. Although we, I mean, we would take. You'd take the heat over the cold, Would I think, any time, wouldn't you? You can dress for the heat or for the for the cold. You can't take all your clothes off yeah. all the time when
2: it's that <laughs> it's hot. That's true. <laughs> During the Super Bowl.
3: 5.03 to go. Someone has run on
1: the field. Some guy with a brawl. <laughs> and now he's not being chased. He's running down the middle of the 40. Arms in the air and a victory salute. He's pulling down his pants! Put up your pants, my man! Pull up those pants! (laughs) He's being chased to the 30, he breaks a tackle from a security guard, the 20, down the middle, the 10, the five, he slides at the one, and they converge on him at the goal line. Pull up your pants, take off the bra, and be a man! (laughs) And the players with hands on hips at the other end of the field are looking at him and shaking their head and saying, why, oh, why is this taking place in a Super Bowl? So
2: the streaker mm-hmm. that uh, ran onto the field during the Super Bowl came out uh, the day later, or a couple days later, that, oh, this guy's actually a genius because he had bet, he had made, got his buddies all to help make these bets uh, that totaled about 50 grand uh, that there was going to be somebody streaking on the field during the Super Bowl, and then he jumps on the field, he streaks, so those bets all pay off, and he was going to win upwards of $374,000.
0: Yeah, so the the prop bet that he took... Um, to have somebody streak on the field. He actually had one of his buddies go out initially as a decoy, right? Like, mm. some, Yes, that's he right. sent one yeah. of his buddies out so that he was able to get out because you got to think now as a guy who has run on a field or two in his day, just <laughs> saying, not streaking, but I've, I've torn out on the field. You need to have security tied up with somebody else first, in a lot of cases, especially in a limited fan scenario like this year's Super Bowl, with only what's 8,000 people, I think, in there, right. whatever yeah. it was. Yeah. I mean, they've got a lot of security on board to uh, to stop you to just be the solo streaker. Mm-hmm. Now, when this
2: you know story came out, and you know there's audio of him on a radio station, basically like admitting to this, like yeah, like I'm actually like the smart. And we thought like, why hasn't this happened before? Like yeah. this actually seems like a, a really smart thing to do, we make a bunch of money, right? That is this actually real? Like you know, this guy might be just playing into it. Turns out. The bet was actually real. So he did actually have guys going out to all these, 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 uh, these places and placing all these bets. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, because he bragged about it, because he talked about it, they're not paying, they're not, they're not cashing out these
1: bets. I was wondering that. I was thinking, why would he? Why would he say something now? Why wouldn't you wait till next year? Because until they, until they, you have the money. Until you have the money, then brag about it. Don't brag about it it now. You're too pumped with yourself that you lost all the money. Because now,
2: now the sports books are saying, "Well, you cheated the system, so this doesn't count as a real bet." So they're taking. They're saying we're not cashing these bets now. The unfortunate part of this, though, is that. They're basically canceling that. So even if you placed a bet on this, which I don't know how many people actually would have placed
0: a bet on it anyways. Yeah. Throw a couple bucks on the prop to, right. to the over under yay. Nay. Somebody runs on the field. Yeah.
2: There's somebody who he he played placed 500 bucks on the, on the bet. And uh, he says, I don't, I don't know the guy like, I, yeah. this is just like, I just placed this bet and he wants his money. Cause he's like, that's a legit bet. Mm-hmm. But the sportsbooks saying, well, we have, you know, we can't guarantee, we can't prove that you don't, you didn't know this was happening beforehand, especially because in this guy's case, he bet with Bitcoin and he bet like three hours before the game started, or something like that. Uh-huh. So they're like, "Come on, there's something a little fishy about that too." But
1: I can see a bunch of lawsuits happening out of this, because especially if people across the country that don't know the guy did bet and they should have got money, it's like they didn't know, and there was a streaker. Technically, like just his like his, know, his own ones should be void. But everybody else, how mm-hmm. do they
2: how do they prove which ones are connected to him though? That's the issue, right? Yeah. yeah. Um,
1: you know, because I, I don't I'd
2: like
0: to know the stats on how many people actually bet on that in the Super Bowl because it doesn't happen, right? Well, yeah, and it's it's no different though. Any of these dumb prop bets like uh, whose face are they going to show first after the second commercial break in the third quarter? Like, uh, you know, they're doing the length of the national anthem and stuff like who? uh, I mean, I guess if you don't care enough about the game and you just want to do the prop bets on the side, but I couldn't be bothered.
2: But also, okay, in that same vein, like, okay, let's say the the guy who's who's in charge of, like, you know, directing the Super Bowl. Exactly. Like, he could have his buddies go and say, you know, I'll put my money on the head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to show his face first, and all it takes is for that guy to put his face on yeah right because they were showing whose
0: mask is going to slip down or whatever or whatever right yeah Yeah. so like there's a lot of back backdoor dealings that could happen with these things yeah i mean like tom brady's been cheating the system for 20 years so (laughs) i mean why why just because this guy cheated with streaking i mean tom brady still won a super bowl or two after deflate (laughs) gate Um, if you got a second today, I just, I found this so incredibly interesting. If you go to your Google on your cell phone, okay, and type in Google ad settings. So then what's going to come up is basically something that says settings.google.com. And what you're going to find is a list, big, small, depending on how much time you spend on your phone Googling and what you're Googling. Uh, it's got you nailed down pretty good. So it's got me... Um, you know it's so funny how how close this is to uh reality so uh male 35 to 44 years old that shouldn't be hard like it shouldn't be hard for you to figure that out because of when i sign into my google even my email you have my age you have all those details you have my address like you have more than you're letting on here with this stuff so uh canadian imperial bank of commerce obviously that's an app on my phone that i use quite often a banking app architecture um a lot of real estate stuff whether it's home improvements condos new builds uh home furnishings, home interior decor, uh home ownership status, homeowner, uh you know, investing. These are all things that like I I I do. You know, like so it's it's not there weren't really many jarring surprises. If you guys go through your Google Ad settings, are, is there anything on there that that stands out for you?
1: There's a couple weird ones, mining Canada. What's oh. that? Like I don't know why that were you talking unright? about
0: mining stocks the other day Did no
1: you? I don't think so because that's
0: always a possibility
1: and mostly just dog stuff there's the odd weird one like you know like uh, American football there's no way I googled that
0: didn't even call it football <laughs> I had to call it American
2: football yeah, so weird I got a couple weird ones um uh, music blue the blues <laughs> Are you listening to a lot of blues? I don't think so. You're a sad Am guy. Am I depressed? Beth's going to be away for
0: the week, so you're just getting a playlist together.
2: <laughs> I guess so. I got dogs, which is interesting because mm. I don't Because you're always dog. yelling at them, get off my lawn. Maybe. And then uh, the one that I find uh, the most embarrassing that's on here is women's clothing. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: we figured. <laughs> Not even kidding. Uh,
0: <laughs> I, I was women's going... interests and women's clothing are on here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hey, trying to figure out what women want. I guess um, so. My buddy Jeff was going through his the other night and I was just laughing with him because uh, he had a couple on there and and his wife was sitting with us and she's like, are you living a secret life like pottery? Like, what, what are you doing? And it's like, you know, all these interests like this. Now, the one that came up for me that I thought was so funny um, was marital status. And it says marital status, single. And Uh Chelsea was like, oh, what are you doing on your phone? I'm like, you're right, because even Google, I have Google fooled. There's no reason why a married man should be spending (laughs) that much time on smut websites. Got a bone to pick? Hello, you're on the air. The Bone Phone on 921 City. For Midtown
2: Ford, we can't control the ability of your neighbours to be better drivers in winter, but we can put you behind the wheel of something that keeps you safer on Winnipeg roads. Visit mid-townford.com.
3: Hello, good day, everybody there. Hope you're having a good day. I was just listening to the... uh, that challenge with the challenge with the gorilla glue uh, cup on the lip. That absolutely blows my mind the stupidity there. Um, if I was a doctor, I I would I would actually tell the person I'm not gonna help you out <laughs> because you're stupid. And if you want me to help you out, you have to pay this thousand dollar we'll say stupid charge because you're stupid. So either you <laughs> have a, a cup. <laughs> stuck to your lip, in which case you're going to be stupid looking, or you're going to pay the stupid fine. Thank you. Have a good day. Bye.
2: Yeah, I'm on board with that. (laughs) Yeah. Start charging people for stupidity. That's okay with me. The dummy tax. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm.
0: So Turnbull every morning gets up on Saturdays, uh, Saturday mornings, gets up and goes uh, in the shower with his phone. We learned that (laughs) the other day. Yeah. And he watches cartoons. (laughs) He watches Buckley and Beave on the MTN kids' uh, Yeah, don't you put it in your mouth. Uh, <laughs> the Ad Council of Canada commercials uh, just watches all of them, really, on
3: repeat. Yeah. Hey, guys, I listened to uh, your podcast uh, <laughs> this morning. Actually, I'm listening to it again. Uh, I love you guys. You guys are great, but uh, this one's for Turnbull. Really, Turnbull? A phone in the shower. Your phone in a shower. Like TJ said, that thing drops. You're, it's dust. What do you mean it's not gonna drop? Like, come on, Turbo, wake up, boy! Yeah, okay, phone in the shower.
2: (laughs) Yeah, phone in the shower. It's not gonna shower.
1: I mean, even if you did drop it, those phones now are like water resistant. Yeah. Like, I don't think it would wreck it. I don't want to learn, just learn think the hardware, though.
2: Yeah, I wouldn't want to learn hardware. But like, yeah. the phone is nowhere near, like, it's just, it's not going to fall. It's not going to fall. It's leaning up against the thing on the shelf. Like, Stop saying that over and it's over again. It's going to fall. jinx yourself. never going to happen. uh
0: uh-huh. <laughs> I hope it's like. An old Save by the Bell episode or something, just like
2: yeah, it was awesome. If you want to know, I make a. little... Oh God, no!
0: <laughs> Please tell us more yeah. about your Saturday morning ritual of waking yeah. up. Anyway. No, what do you do? Yeah, Turn tell what? us, to Well, I'll have
2: to make sure that it's not going anywhere, I put a little uh-huh. towel on the shelf, uh-huh. and then you put the phone on the towel, right? Right, so that it makes a nice little cushion bed for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: yeah. So
2: it's not going what, anywhere. What were you
1: watching? Oh, I don't know, YouTube. YouTube.
2: YouTube,
0: Yeah, just some some vids, some hockey highlights. Exactly.
3: (laughs) Uh, You know what's bullshit about this COVID crap? This Canadian Tire, three times this week, I have not seen one person sanitize their hands. What's up with that? Thank you. I don't know, man. Mm.
0: Like, I don't think, even if you don't sanitize your hands, like, touching some tires at at Canadian Tire isn't going to necessarily be the biggest transmitter of COVID. I don't think
2: there's a lot of people that have the same hand sanitizer in their cars now too, right? Exactly. You can do it your own. I don't use yeah. the
0: stuff at stores. Most times no, I have my it's own. All, it's, it's, it's different.
2: And it's gr- some of It's gross. And some yeah. of it's whatever, right? Like I just have
0: one in my car. that Not I'll to mention, on. like, have you seen the shape of your hands right now? Like if you actually are working outside, I applaud you because your hands are probably cracked and bloody as is like squirting a little hand, Sandy on those bad boys that ain't doing you any favors, you know, mm-hmm. that's just painful. Yeah. Okay, so this guy is just a dog crap legend. Bit of a longer call, but worth it.
3: Good morning. Yeah, I'm calling about the guy who has a neighbor's dog crapping in his yard. Well, I grew up in a small town north of Winnipeg, and it was raised by wolves. There's an easy solution for that. We had a neighbor that was doing that blatantly, would take her little teacup dog across the street into our yard, let it do its business, wouldn't look at us, wouldn't right in front of us, walk away. My dad goes, okay, boys. We're saving up all our dog crap all winter, and we're going to get them back. So one night, my older brother came home all liquored up. He was his buddy, and he goes, hey, do you have any dog crap at your house? He goes, boy, I got lots." So they went around, giggling around, and that night, they took about 50 pounds or more of dog crap and scattered it all over their yard. And again, in small towns, my dad wakes up and goes, oh, my God, the boys did it. Awesome. (laughs) Goes to the coffee shop. And the owner, the husband, who doesn't do it, it's his wife that does it. It goes, Warren, have you seen my yard? No, Dan, I haven't seen What's up? thought the trees were shedding. The bark's all over my yard. And when I took a closer look, it's all crap. Guess what, boys? And Rena, that lady never came over and had her dog crap in our yard. Have a good one. Good on you. <laughs> That's
1: awesome, yeah. Love that. Way yeah. to take that
0: in your own hands. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> and uh, closing out here with hot dog toppers. And TB's best friend.
1: Okay, you guys are talking about <laughs> hot dogs. I like ranch and ketchup, or you just use cheese whip?
0: I don't oh. know if the week was ready for that. <laughs> Boy, it's probably, probably better. better. <laughs> it's probably better. Thanks for calling. The bone phone. Call 204 780 780 2663. 921 City. Everyone just using the uh, internet for recipes now. I guess we're all tired of eating the same old mm-hmm. things. You know, you can't go out. You got to keep trying new things. Last week there was the, or uh, maybe it was two weeks ago. Now we did it last week. That stupid feta. You yes. take a block of feta.
1: Oh yeah.
3: Um, How'd it go?
0: Well, I mean, <laughs> I what? could, I could have, I, w- I could have made a better pasta sauce okay. without having to go along with the internet's taking a chunk of feta cheese. Uh, seasoning it with oregano, covering it in olive oil, uh putting it in with cherry tomatoes at four twenty-five for half an hour, boom, you dump in some basil and then your your cooked pasta. I mean, it sounds good. Yeah, it's just, you know what, in all honesty, I don't know if my wife maybe added some sand or something, but it just felt <laughs> it, f- <laughs> oh, it, it felt pretty dry. Like it was it was dry.
1: Yeah. And those internet videos too, they edit them and they just make them look really fast and they have a really bright and they always look so good, but at the end of the day, it's usually pretty basic and easy because it's going to taste like it was.
2: Yeah, but those di- those videos are different. Those like recipe videos are different cuz I know what you mean with they kind mm-hmm. of it. But like this one was like a TikTok. Yeah, video. it was a TikTok yeah, so that went is, like, went viral. This is mm-hmm. just people like regular people just making this weird feta <laughs>
0: pasta. Yeah, and I yeah. saw some people that and it looked fine. Like it it was fine, but it, it's just feta, like chunks of feta in 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 has to, like, it just, yeah, I don't so, know. It yeah, it sounds awesome. you got to break it up a little. <laughs> uh, t- t- well, try it then. Try yeah, it. Okay. Try the internet sensation. Because there's another one that's going around uh, now this weekend. I don't know if you saw it, but it's just, I'll play the audio and just kind of comment on what it is. So basically, um, this chick's got like a bunch of uh, ground beef, and she's done it up like almost like hamburger patties, and she's got the dry noodles, right? So here she goes. Right she's wrapping. i going to
1: do one more. hi
0: the noodles right, in basically noodles, a mini hamburger patty okay so she's so holding you know, around now she's doing sour. it on a cooktop yeah special recipe that i like to call getty spaghetti <laughs>
1: here comes the fun part okay Some so she's putting a casserole
0: peppers onion, onions yellow, more peppers. peppers
1: my special bulgarian spice terrible
0: what like is this bulgarian <laughs> spice <laughs> wait, like wait, it's not and she puts nerds in. Nerds? Yes, yes, Candy?
3: They're going to yeah. release the sugars, and it's going to be just enough sweet.
0: So that's what's going to soften. Dumping a up. bunch of nerds in I'm there like she's Salt Bay. <laughs> then she puts in the tomato spaghetti. sauce and then puts some cheese on it. Puts it in the oven. Pulls it out, and it's like these hamburger patties wrapped so and the noodles, amazing. and she breaks it up, and it's just... Mm. So when it the finished product, is it, is it uh, like because the noodles were inside the beef? Uh, yeah so like again it's like a flattened hamburger patty mm. the noodles laid out flat she's wrapping like like a bouquet like oh, okay. you're about to hand a, a bouquet you know like the golden boys holding yeah basically yeah. one of these um yeah and then it, and then she proceeds to cook it and it just comes out in like this clump of beef <laughs> with, with, with noodles, noodles on it. Do you
1: think the noodles would change color a little like nerds are using rainbow colors yeah. the dye would seep out it probably looks just so
2: weird that's where that yeah that's where she lost me when she started adding nerds. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, that's where. That's where, yeah. yeah. I mean, beef and noodles, I can get behind that. Yeah, no sure. Like, but it's fine.
1: Maybe she's just screwing with the internet. You know, maybe she put this video together to be like, oh, these people are going to try this, and it's yeah. horrible. Yeah. That's people that's would. what
0: people do on the internet now. <laughs> yeah, just true. Make us all look dumb. That was like that stupid one
2: you, you showed me last week of the nachos, the nacho cheese. She's <laughs> Throw it like basically oh, yeah. a whole block. Oh no, it's like she made what did she it do? It really gross. She, she
0: made... put it together so it looked like a soup. It was like it was like all the things that you would put on nachos. That's right. That was a Super Bowl. <laughs> yes. That was a Super Bowl weekend. Uh her making her special nachos. <laughs> and just and put a queso
2: sauce down and then like all like your like your beef, yeah. your your peppers, whatever you put on nachos, and then crumple up your chips on top, and then she mixed it all together. So it was
0: like this gigantic nacho. Like, soup, yeah, like you said. I'm done getting recipes. Like, I, I don't know if this is because, like, people's grandmas don't want to share their Bubba's recipes or whatever along the way. But yeah. I'm done with this, people trying stuff off, off TikTok. Because you watch it, you're like, oh, well, I better try it. Like, for me, with this job, I'm like, well, hey, if we're going to talk about something or there's something, like, I should probably try it so that one of us has at least tried this yeah. challenge of some kind or whatever it is. Uh-huh. So, I mean... <laughs> I don't. I'm not the guinea pig on this one. You guys can do the nerds and noodles thing because that's. I, no. After eating that uh, last week. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. Beth's going away for
2: two oh, yeah. weeks, so Oh yeah, that's right. All I'm going to be eating is noodles and nerds anyway. So. <laughs> Just nerds. <laughs> Time to
0: answer those deep burning questions. The open text with Rena, TJ, and Turnbull on 921 City. Sale on now, all month long at the Prairie Summit Shop. Save up to 40% on select winter items. Drop by or check out the new website at PrairieSummitShop.com. 76235 is our text line. You wanna reach out to the show? You wanna chime in? You wanna chime out? <laughs> you wanna just chime? You can do that. Wanna vent? Oh yeah. You want to request that Turnbull drops by your house with a venti? Oh, thanks. do that. Oh, what's worse, the Leafs blowing a five-one lead against Ottawa or losing to the Zamboni driver last year? Ah. <laughs> Both are pretty bad. Both yeah. are pretty bad. Man, I mean, it was sad enough that the Jets lost to the Sens on Saturday. That was a terrible game. Yeah, terribly I mean, boring. The thing is, like, the Sens aren't going to go.
2: They were going to go winless, right? They're still not a very good hockey team, but they're going to wow. get some wins out of the out of the what? season. What? Last time a team went
0: over. <laughs> well, they're not the season, going over. So that's what I mean. It's a shortened season, so it's gonna it's gonna yeah. happen. They should be winning games. <laughs> they should be coming from behind. Uh, people need to get their priorities in order. Why does everyone have to post everything online? It's the, just the new age we live in.
1: Assuming referring to Valentine's Day with all the uh, couplety stuff, posts. yeah.
0: Or maybe uh, the Matthew McConaughey saying, "Never post uh, any of your achievements." only post dumb jokes and stupid memes so that nobody expects anything when you do great things. (laughs) You see these people that just post about every single win that they have in life and it's like, ah, yeah. Yeah. Is everything really going that well for you? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Every facet of your life, perfect. Mm Mm-hmm. Doubt it. Shout out to the hotel maids cleaning this weekend. Yeah. Why just this weekend?
1: Yeah. Shout out to them all the time. They probably yeah. see some crazy stuff.
0: Well, I'm thinking maybe because Valentine's Day. You know, ah, haven't okay. been on a while. That's the connection okay. there. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Uh, texter two two zero. If you keep heading east, does it eventually turn west? Whoa. Steep, bro. Does it? Well, no. if, I
2: mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 it absolutely could, right? Because yeah. if you're going east, but you're the, flat. If you're going around you the globe, And the you're eventually. No, but it's it's still going in the right to left
0: motion. Or does the Earth, the axis of the Earth, begin to revolute? Whoa, man. End over end (laughs) as it slowly does. Quarter turn every year. We need the planetarium to open back up. (laughs) Yeah. I need an answer here. (laughs) The Breakfast Club is 36 today. Do you feel old? Oh, classic. Love that movie. Yeah. I've never seen it. No? No. Hmm. No dude oh, what come what? on what am i missing that's a good
2: that's like a. it's, it's
0: lame like, no I was watching all these... it's not lame <laughs> no, <laughs> well it's kind of lame but it's, yeah, it's lame, lame yeah it's, it's pretty lame watching. but i watched you know. the babysitter's club on the weekend with my daughter <laughs> not the same there's thing a, what there's okay. a new like yeah a new there's babys- a new one oh yeah our friend heather's a one of the casting directors on it Whoa. that's why we watched oh. it That's right. yeah old hollywood mcgowan uh-huh. <laughs> um vegan leather is worse for the environment than real leather it's just unrecyclable plastic leather is a byproduct of beef it's wasteful not to use the hide.
1: I didn't know vegan leather was uh, not recyclable.
0: Plastic, barely. I don't know about it. Uh, you see uh, Big Hill, uh, Adam Big Hill and John Rush going at it on Twitter over the weekend. They're beefing? Beefing, huh? Not John Rush because he's vegan. <laughs> yeah, they were going back and forth and a bunch of other people commenting and chiming in on their... Uh, about, about what? Like being uh, vegan versus not? Uh, yeah, so... What, okay. Okay. John Rush said, meat eaters are running out of arguments against veganism. I swear the next one is going to be, but where am I supposed to do with all my steak knives? And then Big Hill goes... From my view, I don't see meat eaters arguing against veganism. I see veganism arguing against meat eaters. Meat oh, eaters, meat, <sighs> M-E-E-T, eaters, generally don't care that others don't eat meat. Oh, boy. And then Rush writes, LOL, okay. Oh, no. Yeah, Dude, he, just okay He LOL, him. Wow. Might as well have finger poked him yeah. in the chest, too, and called him, a hey, bud. <laughs> hey, bud, you're not true there, bud. <laughs> that ain't the truth. Um... Make that Nerds recipe this week way better. I have Nerds edibles at home. Whoa. <laughs> I feel like you'd have to eat like 10 boxes of Nerds edibles to catch a buzz. Yeah, I wonder.
1: Yeah, probably.
0: Oh, for you, Turnbull. Turnbull, I heard better calls. Saul is coming back for one more season only. Oh, okay. One guess <laughs> who said that. Loney Beach yeah. Bill. Loney Beach <laughs> Bill, the legend on the text line at 762 <laughs> Thanks for the messages today. Well, I have a new, uh, I have a new favorite player uh, in the NHL. Um, Turbo, actually, throw my, uh, throw my computer. On. I know where this is going. What? I know where this is going. I have a new player. He's he's my favorite. He's the bomb. Best guy. Best player ever. Can't even believe uh, how things ended for him in Winnipeg. I think, uh, I think the, you know, the goal. I think that was textbook top
1: cheese. Um, you know, it doesn't does really get get any better than that.
0: Patrick Liney, uh, speaking after sniping one from inside the blue line. If only he would have scored any goals when he was here. Oh, my God.
2: I uh, put up numbers here. Buddy. Uh-huh. Well, then why'd they trade him?
0: Why, what happened there? He's best player in the game. Rossovic, best player ever. Rossovic looks good, too. Well, yeah. yeah. Dangling around out there. Um, I'm not even joking. I have become uh, a huge. Shut up. I have Dude, have you seen my closet? <laughs> uh.
2: So many Line A jerseys. I have like
0: seven Line A jerseys. I have 14 t-shirts. My kids all wear, like all they go to school in is Line A gear. Um, I didn't look. Now, when he was here, was not a fan. No. No secret. No, hated him. Was not a fan. Yeah, Didn't like the way he played. So what's different? Well, he bought I, all that clothes. You yeah. got his money's <laughs> right.
1: gotta be a fan now. Yeah,
0: exactly. I, I got his jerseys on special, and, yeah. and now I, I like him because uh-huh. he's gone somewhere else. I don't have to watch him every night. I only, like, I don't have to watch when he doesn't back check right. or do all the frustrating intangibles away from the game that an elite player should do. Now I just watch like the one goal that he scores every couple games. It's top cheese from the blue line. I'm like,
2: yes. You just see the highlights, the good stuff.
0: That's all you need, baby. Yeah, yeah. I got my Line A jersey. I'm like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I have been a fan forever. See, I don't nobody needs to know that I, I've only been a fan of Line A since he's been traded it's because true. of all the gear that I've bought. Yeah, I'm true. still I'm gonna wear it prouder than ever. <laughs> I might go stand at, are we playing tonight? No, tomorrow. Yeah. Uh Jets. I'm gonna go stand down at True North Square. With oh, your dude. line a jersey up. Oh, yeah, all of it. I'm going to make a flag of just line jerseys. jersey. I got one of every style. He'll <laughs> yeah. be out there waving them in the streets like, oh, I love this guy, man. Oh, yeah, he is the bomb diggity. Best player to ever strap on a jersey. Um, seriously, though, Jack Rosovic, why the hell did we trade that yeah, guy? That I mean, guy he's looks, apparently yeah. really good, too. He looks
2: unreal. What the hell is going on with the Jets? And where's
0: the guy that we got back? Where's What's he been hiding? Again? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I had a dream last night that he hurt his neck or something. Did that happen? Uh, he well, he didn't play. Like he's been, he's, he's he been got hurt. hurt. Yeah, he got hurt. I know, but I had a dream. I don't think he though. played he, last night, did he? No, he didn't. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, boy, did we get ripped? Or what? <laughs>
3: Jeez.
0: Yeah. Trade him. I'll become the biggest fan. Duplo <laughs> big <laughs> Duplo guy, out there waving the jerseys. Yeah. The time has come to say goodbye.
1: Have a good one. Bye. Bye.
0: Don't be sad. Rena, TJ, and Turnbull will return tomorrow at 6 a.m. 92.1 City.